Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Alfred is on the run. The Queen of England is in some deep trouble. And Martha and Thomas, they're getting really cozy and friendly. We're talking all about it starting right now. You're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz begin. Hello, AfterBuzzers. What's up? Thank you again for joining us for another episode of Pennyworth. And it was a great episode at that. We are talking about episode nine. I can't believe we're one episode away from the finale, which is crazy. Right. Um, I'm your host, Benny Adams. And before we get into any more, any more, anything else, I want to introduce you to my amazing panel. This guy is a huge fan of all comics. He knows everything about Batman, Superman, you name it. Mr. Ben, a.k.a. Robin. <laughs> Thank you so much for having me again. Hey, everybody. Hello, hello. Yeah, and I can't believe that we're almost done. Yeah, wow, it's crazy. insane. But it was a great episode, by the way. Mm-hmm. A lot of information and a lot of crazy situations yeah. like, in the personal. Exactly, know? exactly. And to the left of him, she is interviewing all the celebs. She knows everything about everything when it comes to these superhero shows and the comics. Miss Cherry, a.k.a. Cherryworth. Hey, everybody. Happy Pennyworth Sunday. Oh, yeah. (laughs) So we have a lot to talk about, including some news and gossip, which we're going to delve into uh, a special day that happened on Saturday. So we'll talk about that. But first, I want to know what you guys thought of this episode. I mean, for me, it was just great to see that finally Thomas and Martha, I feel like they're getting closer. Mm-hmm. Even if they have kind of an argument here and there, yeah. I can feel the difference now. Their right? scenes are yeah. always together, which yeah. I like. I and, like that they're always together. And what I really find very interesting is what I heard quite often this time is that he always said, I'm going to tell you as a friend. Mm-hmm. He said a couple of times, and he didn't mm-hmm. say that before. Yeah. So now he already has this kind of friend relationship to her, which mm-hmm. is very interesting. Now yeah. the next step is going to be, you know, we all know what it's going to be. You know, so. <laughs> yeah, I like that. That's great. Because I was hoping for it. Yeah. Know, so good. It was a great episode setting up the future of why he's in America, his dad having issue medical issues. I mean, it was a wild ride, and um, I think... Mrs. Harwood had a little bit of fun when I was Oh yeah, that was uh, that was an interesting, <laughs> awkward moment when we saw that. I love the episode as usual, episode nine, and I still haven't seen a bad episode. And there's one episode left, yes. and the finale is always good. Like, come on! Right. But so I want to start talking about uh, the Raven Society and the No Name League. So we know that there is uh, there's going to be an election uh, between the two. What do you what did you guys think about this whole? What do you guys think about this whole election? Well, the election is open to all the parties, and it's open right, to everyone right. able to vote on it. But the election is sort of a sham because I really mm-hmm. think the prime minister 
and the queen are plotting to get rid of both of the anarchists. Right. And this is just sort of drawing the little rats out of their rat holes. Is that a right analogy? I don't know where rats live. <laughs> Me neither. Sewers, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> but I liked it too because it felt great to see these kind of like setups, right? So they mm -hmm. do these kind of TV shows now where they're basically standing in the kitchen and trying to convince everybody over television. So right. I found it very funny in a way because it looks like a cooking show almost. Right, you know, right. Yes. Yeah. It's awesome. It reminds me of like, you know, uh, an actual like election that happens <laughs> in these days where you, like you said, we see people on TV and they're telling you like, this is why you should vote for me. And right. it's interesting to see because uh, both parties have very different strategies. Howard has a very different strategy. And um, why am I uh, – what's her name? The um, Mrs. – I can't remember her name. The leader um, of the – yeah, Undine. Undine Thwaite. She has a very, very, very – different strategy and we'll talk more about that in a well, little bit. Well, Mr. Ripper was really helping her with the advice and she's taking it by um, taking advantage of the sexism of how people oh, yeah. women yeah. to behave and then that whole, I survived my husband shooting mm -hmm. and then when Martha apologized, she's like, yeah, 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 yeah. And I, <laughs> it's so interesting because I keep forgetting that no one knows that she was behind uh, her husband's death. And so everyone looks at her as like this kind yes. woman. She's such an inspiration for going through what she went through. What did you, what do you guys think about how she is just fooling everyone? She's not fooling Lord Harwood because he was like, huh, she is awfully calm. After he knows that. something is going on. But <laughs> but I liked it because at, on the other hand, when you when Bet and everyone is on the couch watching it, they feel like, oh my god, I kind of like her. So mm -hmm. I think she's also kind of a figure of empowerment for women yes. back in the days already. I think. She probably has more women on her side right now at the beginning. Yeah. Right? Doing this kind of show. On Even television. Martha. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. Right. So, yeah, it was very smart. Yes, very smart. And we were just talking about uh, Lord Howard. I, let's talk about when he went to visit his wife who thought he was dead. <laughs> <laughs> love, love the scene. That was the most awkward. Well, first of all, when he shows up and she sees him. If I'm going to see someone who, you know, I love and I find out they're alive because I thought they were dead, I'm going to be, like, ecstatic through the roof. I'm going to be jumping for joy. I'm going to be crying. This was just like a, oh, hey, long time no see. Right. <laughs> How's it going? And, you know, I, I just expected something more. And then when uh, it just seemed like she was, like, afraid or she just she just really didn't want to see him. And then we see the butler and he's shaking. It just seemed like he he's not he wasn't a very friendly person when he was around. What did you guys think of that whole situation? I mean, Frank to be the bottom line is she had an affair with the butler and boom, my so? husband comes yeah. back. Oh my god, how am I going to explain that is because that why he's he still was in shaking? the same yeah. room? And then out of a sudden, he also as we see further down the line in the story, I think the butler, if I'm correct, the guy who's walking up the bus mm -hmm. is the butler losing or lost one eye. Okay. So I think kind of Lord Harwood knew about that somehow, right? Or basically had a feeling for it. So I also thought it was interesting um because I don't think it was a love match. I think it was just an arranged marriage where you know, the gentry marry the other gentry. Mm -hmm. And she was like, whoop, whoop, he's dead. Yeah. I'm the Duchess. Right, I'm Queen right. Lee. And then he came back and she was like, uh, and then he came back with those two women. She's like, she was like, darn. Who are these two heifers that, <laughs> what? Right. 
Yeah. She was not having it. Right. Like yeah. today, you know. <laughs> it was very in- so the scene where she's ta- where he's taking the the scarf or not what she's taking something off like her a neck. Necklace or something. Yeah, yeah, and I thought he like a hickey was going to be revealed yes. on her neck and I'm like, "Uh-oh." She was caught, but then it was just some really awkward kissing scene and then Bet and her sister are right there. And you can tell that they're like, this is really <laughs> awkward. This is not a normal husband and wife. Right. So, I mean, they also look at the butler, and the butler looks like them, and then they knew, oh, my God, mm-hmm. he, f- her. Right, right. <laughs> but they didn't tell because, no. you know, because um, Beth's sister has her little open marriage, whatever it is, she's gone. So she's like, oh, well, whatever. Right, These right, things right. Happen. And so um, speaking of the sisters, they are watching Undine Thwaites' um, her little TV thing of how she's trying to get the votes and they're actually really liking her. Mm. And this kind of surprised me because I was, I was surprised that they were speaking about it so freely in front of Howard, who's running against her. Did you guys get that same? For sure. For sure. And then that's what I was saying when I felt like, okay, I think they're just, Feeling more from a women perspective, right? No, a woman perspective. Right. Well, that's one of ours here right now. And she's doing it for us. She's saying something. Even if we're not part of it, mm-hmm. we still like her as a woman doing that stuff, right? now. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah. Even back in the days, I think there was something that you wouldn't really say out loud. Mm-hmm. So it was even more of a chance for them to just say that right now in the moment. I agree with that. But at the same time, I'm like, why Why would you say it in front of him? I know. Though? Like, I, I, I agree with, you know, you. she's she's a woman and you two are a woman yeah. and you you respect her for what you think that she's gone through. Yeah. But, you know, this guy is running against her. Right. Why, and you know what he does to people. Why are you going to, like, piss him off? Yeah. Well, they don't seem like the type of people who vote anyway, so it's yeah. very abstract <laughs> to them. Yeah. And also, it was just like a... It was like how sometimes you talk about talk about things in front of people, but since you're not talking to them, the assumption is that you're not listening. Yeah. And so they were like just talking like two sisters. You know, I like her. She's cool, whatever. Yeah. Um, and they weren't really thinking about him. And mm-hmm. when it comes right down to it, um, Bet is will always be Lord Harwood's mm-hmm. chick or best friend forever. So as much as you might like the other woman, as we both know, as we know at the end, yeah, she's definitely going to follow his bidding. And I'm just surprised that her sister. Um, Peggy has become so enthralled with the Raven Society, considering she seems like the type that does not care who's right. in power one yeah. way or another. And and I also feel like when I'm watching the different relationships, I feel like Lord Howard, for example, is very powerful in front of everybody, right? Mm-hmm. And I think everyone respects him and yeah. gives him the authority. But with these two ladies, I feel like that they have kind of control over him in a way. They, he's kind of listening to them. He's basically asking them still for advice. Right. Even that he's this powerful man in a way, he's still going back to them at the end. Right. When he's sitting on the bed with her, mm-hmm. asking him, or oh, they talking about that, she is kind of giving him advice what to do in a certain way. You know, and I think it's kind of like he... He he feels like he kind of owes them, sort of, because yeah. they nursed him back to health. Mm-hmm. I guess you can say so. Mm-hmm. I can I can see that. Yeah, can see but he bit. also had um, um, Mrs. Spicer as an advisor, so he seems fine with having female yeah. advisors. He won't necessarily listen to what you're saying and he'll right. push back, but he likes the sounding board. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he doesn't mind you disagreeing with him as long as you realize how far 
it's okay to disagree with him. And once he's like, nah, nah, yeah. nah, you back down. Like Mrs. Spicer, when it comes right down to it, she keeps backing down. So right. he goes, she's not the one betraying him. Mm. But he still listens to what he's what she's saying. Exactly. He just goes, but I'm still going to overthrow yeah. the queen if she don't do what I say. Yeah. <laughs> well, he's just basically not taking them seriously. And yeah. Like, uh, talk whatever you want. I don't care. Right, you right. Know, you know. Well, so thanks to the uh, Ripper, Thwait is doing a pretty good job when it comes to selling herself to the people. And um, she, uh, Howard, is not happy about that because he was not expecting it whatsoever. So he decides that he wants to make a pact with uh, the No Name League. What did you guys think about that whole situation? I thought it was interesting. And who knew that a murderous um, undertaker would be so good at marketing and political campaigns? Yeah. <laughs> Did not see that coming. Right, right. Yeah, no. <laughs> I didn't see the pack coming, too. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I was like, I would never expect him to do something like that. But I think he just realized in what position she might is, and he just wants to be part of it. Mm-hmm. To you know, And I think at the end of the day, he just wants to trick everybody. I think he's not really serious about having a pact with her. Right. I think this is just like a short-term solution for him right now to move down the line. Mm-hmm. You know, That's what I feel. And also, co- um, in England, their government is very coalition and mm-hmm. you have to have some sort of coalition with another group because he the assumption is that he wouldn't get enough votes to do it on his own and he knows that the regular parties would not help him yeah. right so right. it has to be the two of them and compromise right exactly and also i don't think he thinks um he thinks he can probably run over mrs thwaite mm-hmm. anyway yeah. and she'll probably take a secondary role to him yeah right that's yeah, a good well, the the prime minister hears about this and he is not happy whatsoever. And he comes up with a very interesting plan involving Alfred, which then uh, which goes into his storyline. But before we get into that, we have a special announcement that we want to tell you guys. Sherry. Oh, my gosh. I want to <laughs> say thank you to our esteemed leaders. I love being on AfterBuzz TV. I think I've been on here for about two years. And I just got done talking about Killjoys, which has been on for five years. And I want everyone who listens to us on the podcast, who watches on YouTube, to know that even if the show ends, you can always discover new things to watch, new things to enjoy here on AfterBuzz TV. Because it's not just TV fandom. We talk about movies. We talk about books. We talk about anime. If you love it, someone on here has a show and we're talking about it. And you can either listen to it on our podcast on Apple or, of course, you watch it on YouTube. So please give us a thumbs up on YouTube. Give us five stars on Apple iTunes. And please subscribe to AfterBuzz TV. Thank you so much for the opportunity to be on the show. And, of course, I love meeting the other fan passionate hosts. And I'm with two Bins tonight. Oh, yeah. How could it not be awesome? <laughs> Ben's are cool names, so. Uh, exactly. oh, of course. And by the way, shout out to Anais. I hope yeah. you're doing well. Yeah, yeah. missing you. She's Hello. living it up right yeah. now. <laughs> All right, so uh, let's get over to Alfred's storyline, which was one of my favorite storylines. He, um, we find him talking to a couple of detectives. Fast forward, we find out that he's found guilty. 
seven years, which you were saying you were it's not bad. you were saying it wasn't bad, but you were were you surprised by that? Uh, no, not really. I mean, the first thought was like he killed two people. Seven years is not really that much for, yeah. for two people, you know? What I mean? Right? Exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I thought they were gonna hang him in the courtyard <laughs> yeah, exactly. like they did the other one and and draw and quarter him. <laughs> but true. of course, they wouldn't count the maid nanny because eh. the only mm-hmm. reason he got in trouble was because he killed the. Lord's illegitimate son. Right. Wow. And but it w- seven years is less time than you get for a lot of murder yeah, people here. Yeah, he got it yeah. good. Or well, even robbery or something, you get more. <laughs> and he that, took right? over the jail. Right, yeah. <laughs> and speaking of that jail, so I've never seen a jail like that. Was that just how it was back Jails then, used to be or? really bad, and the jails in America right now, are, especially yeah. for-profit ones, are quite scary. Not that I've been in there. I try and live a legal life. So, <laughs> hey. Of course. But, you know, I, I've, I've watched the TV shows. So right. jails are pretty terrifying. Because I was thinking, you know, your regular cell with the bars. This looked like something. He looked like he was in a basement yeah. with a bunch of people. So I thought that was uh, interesting. But wow. That's <laughs> what's amazing. going on? Producer Ooh. dude. My God. Wow. wow. I wow. I like it. How did wow. she do that, man? You were awesome. Awesome. It took me a second. I was like, damn. I was looking at it. I was like, why is it so awesome? <laughs> but it looks so cool. It does. It does but, look um, cool. It looks like in in the slums or something. That's what yeah. I felt yeah. the first second, right? I was like, oh, my God. But that was like a special prison for people who did right. crimes against the crown. Uh-huh. And so that was like a disappeared prison I guess you could say because okay. the people weren't getting uh, trials or anything yeah. so they allowed them to have visitors why do you think Alfred was able to like take over so easily he's a badass immediately supposedly when you go to jail you're supposed to find the biggest baddest yeah. guy yeah. and he is up, and he's like a badass yes yeah. And he might, I mean, don't get me wrong, but I feel like when he came in and the way how he expresses himself, mm-hmm. he's on a different level than these people. And I think they realized immediately, oh, my God, even just by the way how he talks mm-hmm. to those people, you know, this authority that you give people respect like that. If someone talks to you, I, I'm not even sure if he, be, if he beat someone up in there, to be yeah. honest. Maybe right. he was just talking to them in a certain way to make everyone understand, hey, I'm the boss anyway. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what he did. So. Ivan Soto in the chat said, we should have known Alfred was badass enough to take over a prison. <laughs> true. Of course. True, That's you know? very, very true. <laughs> of course. Well, speaking of someone who also thinks Alfred is a B.A. is Miss Sandra. And I'm starting to really <laughs> like Sandra. Oh, yeah. She's a, she's a cool character. Mm. So she comes to the prison to give him a message that uh, his friends are trying to break him out. He pretty much says that is a stupid idea. <laughs> Don't do it. And she kind of, she tells him that he, or she misses him, which t- uh, gives off for him to say, you know, I'm not good for you. I need you to stop caring about me. Mm. Um, what did you think about that? Do you think he really meant that? Or was he just saying that to say that? I, I mean, I was just thinking he was basically talking to himself. I think he's trying to tell himself, hey, I should stop like having feelings for her because mm-hmm. I believe that he already feels something for her but he doesn't he doesn't want to see the truth mm-hmm. I think he or she already fell in love with him to be frankly honest yeah so, yeah he yeah. saved her from yeah. the ripper yeah. so I feel a little sorry about her I was like oh she's such a nice girl she looks mm-hmm. great and I think that would be a great couple but obviously thinking about Esme still having her in my back in the back mm-hmm. of my mind I feel like maybe he's not really ready yet but yeah. I think he could see himself in a relationship with her long term mm-hmm. that's what I believe 
I think he likes her, but I think with the life he lives, mm-hmm. his fantasy that he could have a normal family life like his parents have yeah. isn't realistic. Mm-hmm. And anyone that gets close to him yeah. will get shot or stabbed or murdered mm-hmm. or kidnapped. And so he just warned her. She already ran in with the Ripper, and she already knows how not pleasant that is. Yeah. yeah. Um. So I think he was telling her, and he was warning her. Mm-hmm. But, of course, she's a young woman. She's enjoying her penny worth, so she's not going to give that. <laughs> yeah, I definitely think there is a, a a little spark, a huge spark when it comes to Sandra, but a little <laughs> spark when it comes to Alfred. And I think when he sees uh, when he sees Sandra, it reminds him of Esme, and I don't think he wants to go through that same mm-hmm. situation again of yeah. him falling deep in love with someone and then she's taken away from him. So I think, in my opinion, I think that's why he said that to her, to protect himself and uh, herself as well. But let's talk about his his parents. We find out that his parents are keeping a very big secret. When you saw, there was a scene where he's, uh, where Tom, or, uh, his dad is coughing. Mm. What did you guys think? Cause did you guys think something was wrong then? Or yeah. in a second? Yeah. I, I, I knew it in a second. Day. Yeah. I actually, def- oh, it's crazy, but the first thought I had was, okay, I think he has cancer. Oh, first so you thing, knew, I, you knew. No, I, didn't, I didn't know, but I, oh, okay. no, 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 I was I like, that's really good. No, no, no. I had no idea. I, but I was like, I, j- I just felt, I just felt that he has something serious to be mm-hmm. honest. So, um, and yeah, as we found out, he, he has cancer, which is, uh, which is something, I mean, I have like like a similar case in my family back mm-hmm. in the day. So I experienced something like that. So I know this kind of feeling when someone in the family has something like that. Mm-hmm. You're just trying to protect everybody by mm-hmm. not really talking about it. Right? Yeah. So I, that's maybe why I felt it, that there's something serious. Right. Probably, you know. Yeah. I connection. thought he was sick, but then I saw him in front of the um, Raven Society poster. Yeah, and he did the and whole I, salute thing. Yes, and, and I couldn't figure out exactly what was going on with that, but... It was an interesting twist with yeah. his parents. Yeah, it was definitely interesting. So, um, Alfred, he gets out of jail because he agrees to uh, assassinate um, Lord Howard uh, because the prime minister doesn't want this truce to happen. Mm. So he gets out of jail. Um, we fast forward a little bit, and he gets a call. His mom is there, and she instantly knows that something bad is happening. And she doesn't want him to go, and that's when she reveals the secret. And he, Alfred, just looks, he he, he feels just awful about it, I can tell. What did you guys think about that whole scenario? I mean, I think, like, she just, she just had to do what she had to do as a mom, right? Mm-hmm. I think she just wanted to let him know what the situation is, because I feel like deep inside of her, she knew already that he's going to go anyway. She knew it as a mom. You know, she knows her son. Of course right. she's going to do it. But I think it was important for her to tell him before he leaves what's going on in the family, right? Mm-hmm. Because I think she couldn't really live with the feeling of not telling him and then maybe he knows he's not coming back right. and never realized or whatever, you know? So I felt that it was a very important moment for the whole family. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I thought it was interesting as well as the lead build up when he was outside talking to Baza and Dave mm-hmm. Boy and she comes out and she's like, I hope you boys aren't in any mischief. So I like, just got him back. Exactly. And then she's like seeing, because she knows, she kind of yeah. knows what he does and what's going on. Mm-hmm. She just doesn't want to deal with it. And I thought it was a really good um, 
build up to mm-hmm. the assassination attempt. Yeah, for sure. Right. And his not wanting to kill people, but they just keep pulling him back. Exactly. Into that. Can't life. leave. I mean, <laughs> can't leave. What I, what I like about the so, uh, the show so much is in general, and I really felt that in this episode, is that for me, Alfred is, is kind of a little boy still in a way sometimes. You know, he lives with his parents in a way. You know, they kind of treat him like this young boy. and then But then at night or in the evening when he leaves the house, he's kind of like killing people in a way. And then he comes mm-hmm. back home and is hugging his parents and is living like a family life. It's very interesting to me how they kind of combine these two mm-hmm. different different storylines into one yeah does that make sense what I'm saying but he is very young I don't even think he's like 25 I think he's supposed to be 23 he ran off to join the army when it looked like he was like 14 he's still young to me Um, but him living with his family is just a reminder of the life that he wants he does want a a wife and he wants to have a child he wants to have like a normal poshy type life but he keeps getting pulled back into a life that he's good at yeah it's exactly like um it shadows batman batman is this billionaire and on the other side he's this guy who fights crime yeah so kind of not really but kind of sort of the same they both they both have yeah double Mm -hmm. lives and um but speaking of killing people (laughs) of course (laughs) that's what we're here for right right? exactly so (laughs) alfred is he's he's ready to assassinate howard um, he's there. He's he has the gun ready, and they're saying, you know, you got to get Howard and the two pigeons. He has no idea who the two pigeons are, and all of a sudden, uh, he sees Martha and Thomas, and everything changes. The whole plan changes. So obviously, we know he's not going to kill them because Martha and Thomas they get together and they have Bruce Wayne. What did you guys think of how he handled that situation? I mean, I think I told I told you already when we we're watching it, right? I was always saying, why, why is he just like shooting the the cops? Mm-hmm. I mean, it was easy to 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 hit Lord Howard because he was just running away from everybody else, so he can just he could have shot him. So you could definitely like reached him, you know, right outside the you know the zone of having other people involved. So I didn't really understand why they did that for the for the whole scene. Because he could maybe not kill him, but just maybe, like, you know, touch him with the... Well, I know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I was a little, like, disappointed by that, to be frankly honest. I mm-hmm. expected a little more, but in the first place, the, the very beginning, I was like, oh, man, that's a bad situation to be in. You know? Right, you right. You don't know what... To, what do you do? Exactly. You know, you just want to save your life. You want to go it's back like, to your family. You don't want to go back to prison. Right. But then you don't want to kill your friends, in a way, you mm-hmm. know? So what do you do? So I get that point, but then when he had the chance to kill him, because you can clearly see that he runs off, Lord mm-hmm. Hallwood, he runs off the stage, right? He could have hit him. So right. I, I didn't mm-hmm. get that. I don't know what you guys think. So. I thought that he didn't do that because a, it wouldn't have done any good to kill Lord Harwood. They had to kill the no name someone from the No Name Society okay. to frame them, and I think the plan was to kill Lord, Lord Harwood, to kill the two is in emissaries. Make them disappear so it looked like they killed right. them and could oh. make them the patsy. Okay. So even if he had killed Lord Harwood, they still the police still would have come and killed Martha and Wayne because they had to have someone to blame right. for the murder. I got you. Okay, that, I can see that. And um, okay. he has a code, and his code is he was willing to kill Lord Harwood because he deserves to be killed. Mm-hmm. Um, but the and he'd have killed Mrs. Um, Thwaite as well because she deserves to be killed mm-hmm. but 
to him, Martha and Wayne don't deserve to be killed. Right, exactly. I love that about Sherry, by the way, guys. I have to show that to everybody. She's <laughs> having every name on here. I love that. Right. Wow. You notes. keep in track. That's and amazing. Note, note if we don't know a name anymore, boom. Right, just look on the notes. <laughs> All right, so we find out that uh, Alfred, he now has to go on the run. Everyone is very sad, but it's either um, go back to jail or go on the run. And I voted for that also. Like, go oh, on yeah. the run, man. But let's go to Martha and Thomas real quick. What do you guys think about how their relationship is forming? We kind of touched on it a little yeah. bit earlier. I liked it, and I liked that he finally admitted that he was part of the CIA. He's just decided to yeah. stop lying. Yeah. Um, and I like how she's still very strong-willed. She isn't obedient to him, and they're mm-hmm. establishing that they have a partner relationship yeah. as opposed to him obeying him and being his little, like, lackey. Right. Yeah. I, I, I think the same. Mm-hmm. I feel like they... I think they feel more for each other already than they admit at the moment, to be honest, you know? They, right. There is a little more... So, but, you know, but what I wanted to say, and I think I mentioned that before, Mm -hmm. he's always saying, no, Martha, as a friend, please let me tell you. Yeah. And I kind (laughs) of like that because Mm -hmm. he's like, he's kind of telling her indirectly already. Right. You know, I'm not just someone anymore. Right. Yeah. For me, I don't, I don't see the, I don't think they have feelings for each other yet, but I think they, the, their friendship is growing Mm because before they started off as, you know, they really didn't like each other. Yeah. And now you can see that they actually respect each other. And so, and I, like I said before, I really like how the writers are taking it very slow and making this, you know, giving us a reason why this relationship works so much because it started off slow. Yeah. So I thought that was really cool. And um, I really liked how Thomas was trying to prevent Martha from working with the no name league because he knows it's dangerous. He knows about uh, Undine Thwaite, about what she did. And so he's trying to say, you know, they, these people are dangerous. Mm. What did you guys think real quick about him trying to just not have her help out the no-name league. I thought it was interesting, but I think she took it as um, more sexism, which is why she pushed back. Mm -hmm. But from the outside, Mrs. Thwaite does look more reasonable than Lord Harwood. Yeah. But of course, we know that both of them are unreasonable, crazy Mm. psychos, so. Right. Yeah. I mean, I I feel the same. I think she just wants to show him, hey, I I can't be as strong as you are, right? Right. I just want to be part of it because I worked for the No Name League before anyway, Mm -hmm. so you can't just stop me right here just by saying that to me. Come on. (laughs) Who are you, you know? Yeah. So I like that kind of vibe between this kind of chemistry where you don't really know where it's going to go next, Mm -hmm. you know? So I like that. Right. But obviously, Martha doesn't listen um, (laughs) and that, that might get her in trouble. That might not get her in trouble. We saw that she was shot at, but... Right. You know, who knows? But um, let's fast forward to the queen real quick. And she is in danger right now. Uh, Lord Howard has a plan. He gets her bodyguards. She was out hunting. So it's going to be interesting to see what happens to her. But now let's go to our special segment of this show. Oh. Batman has the best toys, as the Joker has said, forever. The best music also. So, Benny, what would be your toy that you'd have if you could have any of Batman's toys? The Batmobile. <laughs> Come on. Like, I... And just, like, in general, just the Batmobile is so iconic. It has all these cool gadgets. Mm. So, yeah, I would pick the Batmobile. Yeah, I mean, I also have the Batmobile. 
But I have a different version, right? I have the new version, Benny. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. I have the newest version. Okay. <laughs> All Please. right. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, exactly. That's the one also, like, you know, with uh, Christian the Bale. The upgraded one. That's the upgraded one. And what I like about this one is it kind of flips 180s and stuff yes. like that. Mm-hmm. So it turns around. And when I saw that in The Dark Knight, I was like, damn. Mm-hmm. We, need, we need that in real life. You know? I love <laughs> right. that. So that's definitely my favorite so far. So for me, I'm going to keep it classic, and I'm going to keep it one of my favorite versions of Batman, which is Batman Beyond and his battering. Love that. I love a good weapon, and his <laughs> outfit is kicking. I love black, and obviously, I love red, so mm-hmm. battering. Oh, you battering. Got it tonight. Battering. Oh, yeah. Nice. <laughs> okay, let's go to our news and gossip. What do you got for us, Ben? Oh, my God. Yeah, I couldn't believe it. We just talked about that. The craziest <laughs> thing happened because we have okay can we start with the other picture first that's the one DC Batman so what happened is we celebrated the 80th birthday of Batman guys isn't that crazy nice 80th yes. birthday and I live in downtown LA everybody mm-hmm. now it makes sense why I saw so many people in a Batman costume last night I was like what the hell is going on <laughs> and now yeah and as we see on these picture, everybody like all around the world had this Batman sign basically on walls and buildings as you can see on the picture we saw Melbourne Tokyo Johannesburg, also in in the U.S. Obviously, right? Yeah. So really great pictures. Also, thanks to Sherry for picking that. You know, appreciate that. Looks awesome. I mean, look at that. You yeah, know, it looks really Batman cool. Sign, awesome. So celebrate. You know, we never gonna stop Batman anyway, right? So there's always a next time. <laughs> um, yeah, moving on. Yes, yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> moving on to the next pictures. Yeah. Who forgot about Jimmy Olsen? Come on. We remember this guy, right? The journalist who was always basically fighting. Mm-hmm. Not really fighting, but always kind of was in a scene next to Superman, right? right? And we didn't really know what to do. So I just picked Amanda Waller and also Jimmy Olsen to, because we also talk about Pennyworth, kind of a non-superhero show, but also still part of the, 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 the DC universe. So I feel like... Amanda and also Jimmy would really need their own show in a way because they are also characters that were always seen on screen but we never really found out a lot more about them you know Mm -hmm. so what do you guys feel? I would be cool with that. I would definitely be cool with that yeah. Amanda Suicide Squad I mean she is a crazy (laughs) character right? She definitely needs her own show. And last but not least I found something I think it's not confirmed yet but some people are already talking about to cast Rihanna at Poison Ivy in the new Batman movie with Robert Pattinson. Oh I could see that. I can kind of see that too because honestly she's a great singer but right. I also realized over the last couple of years she's a great actress yes, too right? she's done she's, really a lot yeah like she's a good multi-talented person obviously right. right so I can see that she can go red again that'll oh, be yeah. interesting <laughs> yeah that's right she was red right yeah. yes so All yeah right. That's it. Thank cool. you, everybody. Awesome. Thanks, man. All right, let's go to our predictions. What do you guys think is going to happen on the season finale? Predictions. (laughs) Well, our trio of boys are going to be running off, and I think that they're going to be caught, and it's going to be a huge fight. Yeah. And I'm wondering if maybe they're going to go to the No Name Society or maybe the Raven Society, Mm -hmm. trying to ally with them. Yeah. So I'm really excited what's happening with with all these three guys in Wales, right? Mm -hmm. So I think that's the great setup for the second season, everybody, by the way. Yeah. So we're expecting a second season here, right? If if you go to Wales, there needs to be another 10 seasons to talk, or 10 seasons, but 10 episodes to talk about. But I also feel like there's something happening with Martha. I feel she's trying to be part of the whole situation, obviously, Mm -hmm. and she's following Thomas, and he's picking her up the next day, as we know. Mm -hmm. I think something crazy is happening to Martha, Maybe Lord Howard is taking her. 
and Thomas is trying to somehow get her, escape with her or something like that. Right. So that's what I believe. I think there's going to be a lot of bloodshed in this next episode. Bottom line. And uh, I really want to, because we never found out where uh, Martha is from, correct? We just know she's from America, mm-hmm. obviously. True. True. It, it would be really cool if we found out Martha is actually from like Metropolis or something. <laughs> How awesome would that be? But that is all the time we have for today. Thank you guys once again for tuning in and listening to us. We had so much fun. I'm your host, Benny Adams. You can find me on all social media at Benny J. Adams. Yeah, this is Benjamin Schnau. You can also find me on all social media, Instagram, Facebook, at Benjamin Schnau. This is Cherry, and you can find me on Instagram and Twitter, Cherry underscore LA. See you guys later. Season finale next week. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the host only. do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 